welcome to Trade Centre Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trades, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. It's Tuesday, the 12th of October, which means there is just over 24 hours left for clubs to get deals done. And wow, hasn't the last six months of the trade period just flown by? Uh, it feels like it gets longer and longer each year, unlike Nick Lumino's tempo because it's getting uh, shorter and shorter and shorter is the list of done deals today. There's been none. No deals done today. But exactly still plenty, right. still plenty of news to discuss, Nicholas, and I'll do that with you very, very shortly. Hashtag Trade Centre Live to get involved. Each day we've spoken to big fans about their beloved clubs, followed by a live 4pm show to wrap up your daily trade news and we've also got some polls and content on the footy live app in the trade center tab some polls are there now to vote on i'm going to read out some results and some of the ones that are coming up today we spoke to jesse from the true footy podcast what a legend he was so head to footy live to get all the catch-ups on the ones we've done with fans they're great and our insta page as well for all the updates afl.footylive it's 4 p.m it's time to wrap up today's news it's luke mcguire joining me with nick ulimino how are you, boys? I'll start with Lucas. We just talked not long ago. How has the last half an hour of your life been? Yeah, good. I got up and watched some TV, stand up, and came straight back and sat down. So That sounds riveting. Great. Good stuff. Nick, how have you been? I haven't spoken to you today. Yeah, no, it's been it's been good. I loved listening to your chat with Jesse. Oh um, yeah, I'm very fond of Jesse now because he yeah. uh, because of his uh, love for Sam Mitchell and wanting him to. Oh, be that's right. West that's Coast why coach. I was trying to wonder why you would. You said he was your, you know, you almost used the L word like Luke that you loved him, and I'm trying to figure out because Sam Mitchell. That's oh, right. He was a big rap for Sam Mitchell. He liked what he did with the West yeah. Coast midfield. Yeah. See some love for Sammy Boy. Oh, geez. Nico's internet's playing up again. This is just a regular <laughs> 4 p.m. God, Nicholas. No, sorry. Oh. As I said, um, it's a bit refreshing to see some love for Sammy Boy. Yeah, no, it is refreshing because you won't get much of it. Especially no, that's here. it. That's um, boys, we had some polls that uh, were voted on on the on the footy live app just to um, confirm again no actual deals got done today so we can't bring any breaking news but there's plenty that's going to happen we think luke's been saying it's the calm before the storm tomorrow you watch him fly in on the last day of the trade period the polls are in there today where is jared brander likely to end up and 39.4 percent which was majority thought he's going to hawthorne other was 30 percent geelong they think 18% think Geelong and just 12%, 12% think Carlton. Do you boys agree? Is, is Brander going to Hawthorne or what's he, what's going to happen? He's going to stay in the end. What do you reckon? Well, that that other is probably remain at West Coast, yeah. you probably think, because uh, that, that's a big possibility now. Obviously, there was some interest in Carlton lately, um, but I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm still hopeful something will work, work out for him. A suitor will pop up. Um, it could just be a case of teams like sorting out their other trades and draft picks, getting their salary caps sorted, and there might be a play for him late in the trade period. So probably something uh, will happen tomorrow on deadline day. Luke, does he stay? Uh, I, I don't think he does. I think he might even become a delisted free agent if um, if he still wants to wants to head out. I think Hawthorne are still shaping up as the main club that he'll that he'll land at he's sort of in the bracket of, of what they're looking for mm, yeah fair enough i think his manager came out today and said that i don't, I don't think a deal's going to get done i don't know I'd, I'd he might stay at west coast to be honest that's my pick hey um will chad wingard get traded 
Um, a lot of people think no, he ain't effing leaving. Sixty-seven percent said no, he's not. Just at thirty-two point four percent said yes, he's leaving. Nico, you don't believe he's leaving. You believe everything on social media. He's staying, is he? It looks that way, mate. It looks that <laughs> way. Um, yeah, I think GWS were the only real suitor for him, and he slammed that one shut pretty quickly um, himself. I think Hawthorne. There's been a um, like, yeah, a bit of a misunderstanding here. Mitch Cleary's actually covered this story pretty well. And he, he says that Hawthorne are open to offers um, for these players, uh, but they're not actively looking out for, you know, trades for them as well. So it's not like a flash sale like we saw with Collingwood last year. If there is a suitor. So Sammy Mitchell's not calling up teams and asking. I mean, he could very well be calling up teams. Uh, we don't know what the conversations are, but if there is a suitor, they go to the players first, the player agents first, who I think Chad is either with TLA or someone else. Jesus, but, you should know that, Nick. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe Petroro. I think it's Petroro. Um, but, yeah, so if, if there is a suitor, they go straight to the player agents. Um, if the player is interested, then they go to Hawthorne and be like, yep, yeah, let's make this work. And I think they went to Chad. And they pretty he pretty much said no straight away. So I don't think there's been any other suitors so far. So it looks like he'll stay. Yeah, Luke. Luke thinks he's going to go, don't you? Hell no. No, he's Hell def- no. definitely staying at, at the Hawkers. And I'm not really sure if any of his teammates are going to be moving on either. Yeah, no, you think nothing from Hawthorne. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, which proposed deal is most likely to go through at trade deadline? Majority of our fans thought Dawson to Adelaide. And that was ahead of Lob to GWS and Clark to Fremantle. So a whopping 58.3% said Dawson to Adelaide. Is that the one you think most likely? It's going to happen eventually. I mean, we're talking about this day one, um, but it's going to happen tomorrow, surely, Luke. Yeah, I think it'll just like, you know, on the deadline, I think it'll be one of the last ones that sort of that comes through. And I also think the Jordan Clark one will come through late. And as for the Rory Lobb one, I think the line's been put through that one. I think that was yesterday. Um, his manager came out and said that it's fallen through or that it never really got off the ground, either one of those. Um, you know, but Dawson will probably go through the trade deadline tomorrow. Nick, I guess you agree with Luke again, as you've done this whole trade period. Yeah, yes. Why not? Um, <laughs> no, it, it's just a bit of a standoff and they're using the time to their advantage, um, trying to obviously squeeze out everything they can and, you know, why not? Not that I think Dawson's worth anything inside the top 10, uh, but yeah, we'll, this will probably get done um, later on tomorrow. The, other, the last one we had was should the trade period be shortened? And surprisingly, people say no. Club, uh, it was 63% said no. Clubs need time to sort things out. Plus, we're loving hearing Luke say his stuff. So, yeah, Luke's got a lot of fans. So, people want it to stay the same length. I said it should be shorter. You guys agreed, didn't you? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think it should be shorter for sure. Um, but people like it. There's, a, there's an appetite for it. Yeah, there's definitely some people that froth the trade period and all these, you know, discussions every day. And yeah, maybe it is people just wanting to listen to us a bit more. So who knows? Okay. We've got tomorrow's one uh, right here. And all of them just give me a a simple answer, except for the last one we'll discuss a little bit more. But first, uh, Luke's written these. These are brilliant for a change. What is Peter Laddams worth? Is it first round pick, second round pick, or third or fourth round pick? Quickly, Luke, what do you reckon? I think... Yeah, probably a second-round pick. I don't think he's worth a first-round pick considering sort of what he's done at Port. Um, yeah, that's where I stand. 
Yeah, Nick thinks he's worth nothing because he's a ruckman. Nicker? No, about second, I think, is just about right for Laddams, mainly because of his age. Otherwise, I'd make it a third rounder. Oh, but, yeah. You're a harsh man. Yeah, he's a second for me. He's not worth first round pick, no way. Are the Bulldogs missing an opportunity to improve their ruck stocks? Uh, yes, they need a better number one big man or no. English and Martin are fine. What do you guys reckon? I, I think just considering the sort of players that were on the market, probably Max Lynch, I'm, I'm a fan of him. He, he sort of poses some that I thought might be able to grow into a better ruck than what Tim English has proven to be. Um, I think there has been a bit of a missed opportunity, but that's not to say that Martin and English won't be able to improve next season. Mm. Mm, yeah, I definitely agree as well. Of course, um, you agree. <laughs> well, he's, he's speaking facts right now, Luke. He is, um, he's spitting facts. I don't think uh, Stefan Marty, I mean, he's probably heading into his last season. Um, they might be able to squeeze out a couple more out of him. But yeah, I think um, it is a missed opportunity in trying to find a, a, a more long term option to play alongside English. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I agree with you, boys. They need. There was an opportunity missed there. They do need some improvement in the ruck for mine. And like you said, Martin's not going to be there forever. So there was a few floating around. They could have picked one up. Um, will Ben Long to Essendon happen? Is that a yes or no from you, boys? Ben Long? Yeah. Um, I haven't heard too much on Ben Long. It was, a, uh-huh. it was, it was recent, wasn't it, Luke? Well, I think it got brought up maybe – before the trade period sort of ended season, that little that little period in there. And then I haven't heard his name until this morning. This morning or yesterday, I remember it coming up. Yeah. To, I, to be honest, no. I I don't think. I think it might just be one of those ones that pops up that sort of people go, oh, yeah, there's Ben Long. But <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that bloke. I think it might get done tomorrow. Just one of those you know, little surprises we get for waiting. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Nick doesn't doesn't really rate him, so it doesn't really matter. Last one you're going to have for tomorrow. Get on and vote for this one. Who will be Richmond's next captain? This is all important. Okay, is it Dustin Martin, Jack Graham, Dylan Grimes, or someone else? Someone mm. else. Ooh. Well, you tell us, Jimmy. You're the Richmond man here. Who do I reckon? Oh, it's got to be – for me, it's Dylan Grimes. I think for me, Dustin Martin, uh, I don't think he'd like all the extra – responsibilities or obligations during the week, the media stuff. I mean, it's not really for him. And I know that a lot of people, the other um, thought is that he doesn't need to because Richmond have a lot of um, guys who are media friendly and can come out and speak during the week. But there is a lot of responsibilities for for a captain to do during the week. And I think he's someone who's suited to being a behind the scenes kind of leader and just on game day, he does his stuff. I don't think a, a captain's obligation these days is to be in front of the camera's um, mm. do all that stuff. So I don't think it's suited to him. I don't, I, I just don't, I think Jack Graham's too young for it still, yeah. still needs time to develop. I don't like it when captaincy comes at a young age because it can put a lot of pressure on some people, especially at this day and age. I think Dylan Grimes is suited to it. Um, I've, I've, heard a, I've heard a lot of love for Jack Graham. Yeah. What about his leadership qualities? He does have a lot of leadership qualities, um, especially leads by example, but I'd still like him without that added pressure yet, to be honest. Yeah, Luke? Yeah, so, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think probably a little bit too young, but even if Richmond did give him the, the role, I think it'd still be all right. Mm. Yeah, I tend to agree with with your take on Grimes. I think he, he'll he probably be the one unless they go for someone like a Jack Rue or just as a sort of um, interim before they before yeah. they probably give it to Jack Graham. Yeah. Yeah. I as, you, as you can hear in the background, my dog Dusty agrees with that. 
And it's, it's a good point, Luke. I really like it. A lot of people are thinking Dusty. Um, uh, yeah, go on, Nick. Yeah, I was just, oh, no, just going to say, I think Dusty, your dog, um, he's unhappy you didn't pick Dusty. No, I'm not. No, I think he understands. It's Dylan Grimes for me. Hey, all right, let's get to the news of the day because, like, there was no deals done, but there's a lot of movement. There was a lot of talks. Branda, not going anywhere for you, boys? No. Nah, unlikely to be traded, I think. Um, I think it, he might be a delisted free agent and probably will find his way to Hawthorne. Mm, yeah. It's Would a- you like him at Hawthorne, Nicholas? Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he's most suited to that um, tall forward role, I think. Um, and he's obviously got the engine to push up the ground a little bit more, which I think Hawthorne need, uh, mm. to be quite honest. A lot of things, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Hill, right? The, you know, he was going to go to SN, but there's been a little bit of talk. Collingwood could probably probably do something to get him across. Do you think it's worth the uh, the effort from Collingwood to try and snag Bobby Hill or do you think he gets uh, – he, he, sorry, Collingwood – to go to Collingwood rather than Essendon or do you, do you think he's going to just stay at, at DWS? Yeah, it – look, it, it's going to be a tough one because um, I think GWS are looking for a, a replacement before they let Bobby Hill go mm. um, and that's obviously why they reached out to Wingard and that was slammed shut pretty quickly – there's not many other small forwards out there that they can really um, try and bring into the club. And as we know, yeah, the Giants don't really have much depth in that area. So I honestly believe that they'll just um, look at keeping Bobby Hill in for at least another season um, and good on the Giants. So, you know, he's a contracted player and they shouldn't be bullied into letting him go. Forcing him to stay and he doesn't want to. That's big. I mean, especially player attention is a huge thing. There are a lot of players sign on this year, though, and he still doesn't want to stick around. Is, does it worry you at all, Luke? Um, no, no. I think he, there's still a chance he'll leave at the end of next year, but, you know, they keep him for this year. Uh, yeah, Collingwood would have that pick 27 that would probably get the deal done. But, yeah. you know, but he hasn't said he wants to play for Collingwood. He says he wants to play for Essendon. That's right. They can convince him though. Surely they convince him and then you wouldn't say no to pick 27. No, definitely not. I think that yeah. he'll get done in a heartbeat. I think he was taking pick 24 when he went to when he went to GWS. Maybe if the request came earlier last week, it would have given the Giants a bit more time to sort of work through something, maybe find, yeah. a, find a small forward replacement, but it, it's come late. And I think yep. it's weird. They're like, surely they could, if you said, oh, I want to go to Victoria to be close to family and whatever, then like, yeah, there you go. Collingwood. Yeah. Take pick 27, go for it. Like it, it's not, it's it's just strange that he's gone. No, I just want to play for Essendon. Yeah. I found that a bit odd. I think if you're requesting to go to a state, then it should matter what club you end up at. Yeah. Uh, Max Lynch, that is going to get done. What's happening there, Nico? Yeah, so he requested uh, the trade to Hawthorne last night. So I think that'll definitely get done. Uh, I think the only thing holding up this one is Geelong, to be honest, um, because there's this little uh, ruck merry-go-round going on, as they like to call it. And Geelong are trying to get Segler for cheap. Uh, Whatever Hawthorne gets for Segler, they'll probably recycle for Lynch. Um, But, yeah, I I, I do think Max Lynch will definitely get done. So will Darcy Fort. Um, all these Ruckman will get done eventually. Um, but it, it was interesting to hear from Geelong, actually, mm. that they're trying to, you know, get Segler for as little as possible because of the old man narrative they're building yeah, down there. But, I mean, <laughs> does someone want to tell them it's their fault or? 
Yeah, well, that's true. I, well, I just want to ask uh, Luke because we know anyone who's mentioned in the same sentence as Hawthorne is automatically a champion player. What do you reckon, Luke, of uh, of Max Lynch, really? Because before the show, you said he wasn't much. Uh, so what do you want to tell the people about Max Lynch? No, I think he's got plenty of potential. Um, he only oh, plays... That's not what you said before. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So he's only played two games, uh, three games in his career, I think, for Collingwood, played two this year, one being against the eventual Premiers. Uh, he had 23 hit-outs against Max Gorn, who only had 20 himself. So mm-hmm. although hit-outs aren't the, the best stat to sort of reflect someone's game on, he definitely showed that he can, you know, put his body in the in the battle and come out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so I think he'll be a good fit at Hawthorne, and he's not, I don't think he's over 26 years old, so sort of fits the bill. Yeah, I guess so too. Hey, speaking of fitting well, Darcy Ford can fit into any system. How do you reckon he'll go, Nico? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's another one. I think he's just looking for more opportunities. Um, yeah, I don't know why Geelong um, are so keen on bringing, bringing in Segler instead of keeping the likes of Ford or going for Max Lynch themselves, a more younger option. But, yeah, I think, you know, this is another trade that will probably get done in due course. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, Luke's not very optimistic about this because he said, well, Geelong honestly have the ruck, ruck issues and you're coming at Darcy Fort, who's hardly played, he's 28. I mean, it's going to take a miracle for him to like revive his career, I guess, with Luke's words. But yeah, I don't know. He doesn't think much of him. Well, no, no I don't know. Who knows? Who knows about a guy that hasn't played this season? Um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, Reece Stanley's not... They've said he's probably not the best player they want as as their ruckman, and I'm just surprised I haven't given Darcy Ford a chance. Mm. I know. Uh, speaking of Laddams, you can tie tie this one off. He's, he's he obviously notified Port that he, he wanted to move to Sydney. Now this is another one that he's he's spoken to both Sydney and, and Hawthorne over Zoom. And when you speak to both clubs, obviously you can pick Sydney over Hawthorne. But how how does this one play out? Is there any surprises we're going to see it tomorrow? Oh, oh, yeah, look, it's another one. He's obviously requested the trade to Sydney. Um, I think it will get done eventually. It's just it's just another one of these standoffs. Poor trying to squeeze everything they can out of the Swans. But they're not budging. And then the Swans have got a standoff of their own with Adelaide over um, Dawson. So exactly. this, is like, a- this is like the premiership quarter, isn't it? The day before. This is when all the negotiations go on. And tomorrow it's going to come to fruition. Yeah, so exactly. Something, something will happen tomorrow, Luke. Yeah, I think he'll he'll make his way to Sydney. Why Sydney want him, I'm not too sure. But because they've got Hickey, mm. they've got Sinclair. I mean, Laddams is probably ahead of Sinclair, but he's he wants to find a club where he's the number one ruckman, and I don't think he's at, at Sydney. So interesting, but I think it, it'll get done. Not too sure what the pick that goes across for him will be, but yeah, definitely gets done. Yeah, it's not a first rounder, that's for sure. Um, another news: Josh Fraser, he's come back, the big man, 200 game player. Played between 2000 and 2010. Very good for the Pies. And he's come back to Collingwood. So they're pretty happy to have someone big uh, return. And we, we spoke about the importance of development coaches. So that's mm. a good one. Nico, you didn't rate him much as a player. Do you think he'll be good as a coach? <laughs> no, he was a champion player, mate. And he, he's actually been highly regarded for his um, work at the Northern Bullets yeah, in no, the BFL. Yeah. So, and he was known as uh, he was known for being a really good clubman as well. So that, that'll be a welcome addition for Collingwood, uh, bringing him back into the club. 
Yeah, Luke, you'll agree with Nick. You agree with everything yeah, else. Yeah, I agree with Nick. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, Fraser's done the full circle. Also played 18 games for, for Gold Coast, so he knows a lot about development. Um, yeah, so good get and did well for the Northern Bullets, as Nick said, um, after the sort of collapse that club had. Mm, that's right. I like this from, from McRae. He's bringing in his own coaching panel, and it's like a fresh start at, at Collingwood. They get in another Dacos into the club. It's Yeah, there's good signs. I mean, we're all on level playing field at the moment in trade period. So, yeah, the Pies are happy, and they've done well. I mean, are they the best performers this trade period so far? I think Carlton just forgetting Chera Hewitt yeah. and Lewis Young. I think they're, they've done a great job. Mm. Yeah, Chera was the big one, and they got that done. So... Uh, but that, that's not taking anything away from Collingwood. Collingwood have also done what they've had to do. Um, yeah. And obviously the, the biggest thing for the Pies this season was um, this trade period, I mean, was uh, doing what they can to bring in day costs in the draft. So they'll obviously get that done. And, yeah, it's a big one. Yep, it is a big one. Tomorrow's going to be a big one as well. As we said, we're sorry there's no official news today. We know that this is definitely the calm before the storm. Watch out for tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to be back at it. 11 a.m. early start. We're going to talk about the Cats, review their season, and talk about their movements in the trade period. Then the Doggies at 12.30, 3 p.m. Sydney chat with the one and only Luke McGuire is going to be back to chat all things Sydney. And then we've obviously got that 4 p.m. Thursday uh, show to wrap up all the news. There'll be plenty of it. And I know what you're saying. Hey, well, at seven o'clock is, is when deadline is. There's going to be trades then. Well, we'll be back the next day to wrap up everything. And Luke's going to give his shocking opinions once again. And so will Nick. We can't wait for that. And we can't wait for your uh, uh, your opinions. Go and hashtag Trade Center Live on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Get involved in the show. And we will speak to you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.